Are you ready? Okay, let's Are you do ready? it. Okay. Yes. Because this was actually asked. Um, I put a little thing in my story, and I said if anybody had questions, they should ask. So there is uh, okay. somebody that would be curious to know what your thoughts are on low-level laser light treatment. Uh, wow. Where do I start? Well, um, now now, now you to... stop talking, by the way. Just want to say, now you stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. No, uh, it's, it's, it's such a this mouthful, is, though. This was just like a mic drop. I'm telling you, yeah, no, this this is, okay, um, the good news is it doesn't it doesn't hurt to, I mean, it, it won't hurt you. It won't fry your liver if you, if you try a laser cap or a laser comb or something. Um, but I used to be, like, really against this kind of thing because I, I'm not big into um, snake oil. And, mm -hmm. and that's essentially the way it's been marketed over the years. Like it's been around forever, but um, I I had a big problem with it only because I know I know how these things work, and I know where you can get these laser diodes. Essentially, you can go down to Staples or Office Depot and get a five dollar laser pointer, and that's the exact same laser diode that is in these laser combs, laser caps, laser helmets, laser hoods that you that you sit under at a at a a clinic. It's the exact same thing. Well, where did the concept? Where did the, the where did the idea come from that this low level laser light therapy, which I think goes back to like I mean they had a laser comb, they have a laser cap, they have laser all yeah. this. Where did it go back to that this is something that's actually going to potentially um, help my hair. And I should state for the record that I've had many opportunities to use this treatment and I have opted not to because as you know, any treatment that you undertake can potentially create a shed. And on the off chance it did work, I didn't want to that's, go through a that's shed. Really, you know? No, no, that's really important. Um, <laughs> that, that's a, that's a great side note. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what treatment it is. Mm -hmm. Um, anything, anything that is designed to, um, influence, mm -hmm the growth cycle of hair. You've got your antigen state of active growth. You've got the catagen phase where the hair follicle separates from the, um, from the blood supply. You've got the telogen state where the hair shaft falls or sheds out of the follicle and then the follicle itself shrivels up for three to five months before the process repeats. Anything that is going to influence that or can potentially influence that can also induce a telogen effluvium where the rest of the scalp's just like, what? What's going on? Oh, right. okay. Shed time. Mm -hmm. Bye. And then, you know, all your hair sheds out and you lose your mind because like, what the hell did I just do, do to myself? Right. And then you start looking for other band-aids to fix the problem that came from this this treatment to begin with and you just cause a cascading effect and it can just... And yeah, that, that's assuming that the... Not, that's, not good. That's assuming that the thing would have even done anything. But where did this concept or this notion come from that, that we can shoot our head with laser cat pointers and, you know, this was going to do something? Dr. Evil. No, um, I, I don't, I did research on this. I can't remember what the hell I came up with. <laughs> I actually did research on this. I mean, I, it's a big, it's I, big. I, see it on, I see it on Instagram. All, I mean, I mean, I've been seeing it forever, by the way, for as long as I can yeah. remember in, you know, being in, you know, this field. But like, I mean, where did it, who came up with this? If we throw lasers on your head, you know, it's going to grow your hair back. Yeah, I, I can't remember where that came from, but it has been around for the longest time. Um, there's a company, uh, I forgot the name of the company, but they, they first got FDA clearance, not approval. Cause you can't have approval on medical devices. Um, clearance, uh, early two thousands for a comb, uh, Lexington, Lexington International Hair Max comb. There you go. 
Um, they were the first people that actually got FDA clearance on their on their product, but they were out before this. So mm -hmm. they, they were just the first ones to invest in in the uh, getting the FDA label on there, which was a brilliant move uh, marketing wise. But I, I can't remember the, the the source of this, but I can tell you that every laser product that's been out for the past 20 years are using laser diodes just like you find in a laser pointer from Office Max. Um, so that's, they that's... operate in the 560 to, to 750 nanometer wavelength. They're all half of a watt. Uh, they're all classified. Um, I forgot the, cla the, the class classification. I have researched this. I, I even have it on my website, actually, uh, on hairtransplantmentor.com, where I talk about this. But um, the way I feel about it today is I have seen anecdotal evidence. This all started five years ago when I started working independently and I started visiting some, some clinics that I eventually started working with, starting with um, Jerry Cooley in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was in his office and I did see a, wo a woman came, she was actually a dermatologist. She came in unscripted to visit uh, Dr. Cooley for a checkup and he pulled me in and he showed me uh, her before picture and then I looked at her after and it was with um, with laser, that her hair had improved. It wasn't it wasn't like a full head of hair, but it was a, an appreciable an result. Improvement. An appreciable result. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And and I've seen and I've seen this from from some other physicians that I, I work with, and, and some that I don't. Um, and so I was I was actually forced to change my my position on this, but only to the point where it's like, it's anecdotal still. Like I've seen some cases, I've heard of some cases, so I can't dismiss it completely anymore. Yeah, so it has, um, I mean, I, I didn't mean to cut you off, sorry, but I just was gonna sorry. say, I was just gonna say that I don't put this out there or discuss it because I wanna discourage anybody from trying anything. It's just that I don't want, I want women to have the appropriate information to make educated decisions. And you can go forward and do any of the things that you want, but have the right information in front of you and know what you're getting yeah. involved in and know that if, by the way, if low level, low level laser light therapy is something that is going to yeah. work, you also run the risk of your hair shedding because like we discussed, anything that can make your hair grow is also likely, not likely, but potentially going to make it fall out. Um, so exactly. I, I just, I don't want to discourage anybody and it's just something I've never tried or done. I just never really kind of, uh, went there, but I did want to get your thoughts on that. And now I'm going to continue shifting you forward as we discuss things okay. that people asked about. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, so these, these are, uh, um, subscriber questions That's or, correct. or follow. Okay. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> glad to hear it. Let's do it. That's correct. That's was through my little Instagram. Ask Joe, you know? Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. So, what are your thoughts on PRP therapy? Um, by the way, I asked for hair transplant questions, but I actually got questions that were not hair transplant related. So, what are your thoughts on PRP therapy? I I like it, but I'm also I, I have a very big um, asterisk next to that. And the problem, I'll talk about the problems with PRP first. First, you're gonna have um, to talk about what it is because I know what it is, but people don't. Well. Okay, so PRP, platelet-rich plasma therapy, it's been around for 40 years um, in sports science where um, sports specialists, uh, medical specialists, would uh, draw blood from an athlete's body and they stick it into a centrifuge, spin it at a high rate of speed, and that separates, uh, if you remember basic biology or, or chemistry I, from, I actually, from high school. I actually really don't. It's, uh, I, I don't either, but I, I know this was taught at least someplace in, in high school, but um, 
it separates the components based on the weight. Uh, so every component in your in your body or in your in your blood has a different weight. You got your white blood cells, your red blood cells, uh, plasma and junk like stuff is just flowing around in your blood. It all separates into different layers. And so what they're doing is they're going for the plasma, which is a, a yellowish uh, carrier fluid inside your blood, and inside that plasma are stem cells. And we've all heard about stem cells. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a miracle, you know. You know Stick it in your, you know, inject your brain with it, and your, your brain will get smarter. Mm -hmm. Not really, but that's the way some people market it. Mm -hmm. um, but with PRP, the goal is to create neogenesis, new growth of hair through injecting, um, some people actually refer to it as stem cell uh, hair therapy. But essentially, you're injecting your own plasma and stem cells from the plasma back into the scalp in hopes of inducing... Um, not really new growth, but thickening of existing growth. Mm -hmm. uh, so even when we're suffering, e even even men that are that look really bald, they have really fine hairs that are still struggling to grow, and you can't really see them until you you get right up on them. So it's like peach fuzz, like the the, 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 the little vellus hairs. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Those hairs can be. Um, influenced back into more of an extended antigen state, which means that they grow longer and they grow thicker in diameter, which means that they're more visible. Ergo, we get visible hair growth. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of this. Um, and like, uh, sorry, I, I got distracted, but the original um, idea behind PRP was to help speed healing after injuries. So if, uh, if an athlete twists his knee or, or has some sort of surgery, uh, they might have a PRP series of injections over the course of several weeks to uh, increase the, the recovery um, and improve the recovery for that particular area of the body. And it's proven to work. Um, even, like even a friend of mine um, who's a, a wrestler and martial artist in, in China, or used to be in China, uh, he went to um, Australia just a few years ago and he had sports science style PRP for a bad shoulder injury. And it worked marvelously. Like it really does work for sports science. But when it comes to hair growth, um, the idea first came around in the early uh, mid 2000s, actually around 2005, 2006. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, uh, there's not a standard. And, th and this is this is the big asterisk that is, I is, have is, next is, to is the idea of PRP. Is the asterisk related to, to who's actually performing the PRP? Absolutely, because. Okay. No, I, I, I say this, it's, it's kind of not entirely accurate, but I say no two PRP protocols are the same. Right. Uh, everyone's got a different protocol because uh, doctors like to experiment with it and um, they like to put their own special seal on it, you know, st stick their name on it because it's, it's different. Um, if you, like if you, if you just have... The, the blood in a centrifuge, separate the plasma, have it injected back in. That's the very most basic level of PRP. Um, however, it doesn't mean it's going to be effective. The, the, the more effective forms of PRP that I've had experience with um, personally and um, observationally, is that a word? Observationally? Uh, through, through observation, uh, has been where experienced hair loss physicians that have been studying this have added their own cocktail to to the the, the PRP before they inject it back into the scalp. Yeah. Um, some some doctors are real big on A cell, which is capital A, capital C, E L L, which is a um, 
uh, how do I describe it? It's um, it's also a, a stem cell derived product uh, from porcine bladder, actually from from pig bladder, which is genetically very uh, similar to humans, and it's sterilized and it's you know purified down to the just the basic stem cells. But um, when it's mixed in with PRP, and then in some cases mixed in with um, thrombin, which is yeah. um, I'm familiar which is with thrombin. In. It makes it sting. And the, yeah, it does. It does make it sting. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is a formula that that some of the better known PRP specialists are are providing, and then they'll even include um, like a like a derma roller or a derma derma patch with a bunch of needles to to create micro wounds every couple of days in the area that you want to induce hair growth, because there's also the theory that micro wounding, even on its own, can help create neogenesis. And when you do micro wounding um, with these tiny needles. Very short, like half a millimeter, one millimeter deep. Um, the body, the body creates this this rush of stem cells to the area for for healing and recovery. And so, when everything is is thrown at it, and all all the signaling comes from hair hair follicles that are in the area, uh, because the cells of 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 the um, the hair follicles are hoped hoped for to be signaling these new cells and and, and these these new ingredients to. Um, encourage new hair growth, then it works. And I've seen some cases where the results are pretty staggering. Yeah, like, I actually like really, really impressive. I have so so you know or you don't know. I don't know if you know, but um, so I have had done PRP since two thousand and nine, I believe, or two thousand and eight, um, and I have <laughs> chosen uh, to fly at this is the frequency is comfortable for me. I know it's not for everybody, but I've chosen to fly mm-hmm. to Florida every four to five months um, from Los Angeles mm-hmm. to have it done with Dr. Joseph Greco. And um, mm-hmm. I, uh, from the onset, saw results. And, you know, I've, it's a very controversial topic. And, you know, I know people do it and they're like, it didn't work for me. But my thing is that nothing ever works for everybody. And also, it does matter who you're going to. But also, there are people that go to Dr. Greco and they're like, I went to Dr. Greco and it didn't work for me. That's also a possibility. It's just that it's whether yeah, yeah. or not you're willing to try it you, or you want to put the money in it. But you have to know no, nothing is, you know, one size fits all. Just because it worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for, you know, the person next to me. It doesn't mean it's going to work for you. But, you know, so I found that it was able to, the reason why I've done this, because trust me, it's an expensive endeavor to, and time, trust me, to go from L.A. to Sarasota, there are no direct yeah. flights, and I'm laying over in Atlanta, and the money and all this mm-hmm. stuff. I would not do that if it didn't actually have a result for me that I felt was worth it. Did I grow all my hair back? No. But what I found that as my hair is still progressively thinning, that it actually helped to maintain the integrity of my hair better. And also, mm-hmm. er, earlier, especially earlier on, I mean, I'm a little bit further into my hair loss now, but it improved the pigment of my hair. It helped to maintain yep. just the quality of my hair. And the biggest thing for me that was a benefit for PRP was that it reduced the shedding of my hair. And so while my hair right. wasn't going to be growing all back in, if people are expecting, I think you have to have reasonable expectations. That's the other thing people are missing out on. But while I didn't, it, if less hair of your hair, if less of your hair is falling out of your head, obviously you're going to have more hair on your head. So even if you're progressively yeah. thinning, you're still having that benefit of having more hair 
And for myself, one of the most devastating parts of hair loss is actually seeing the shed. So for me to see, that's just why I've cut yeah. my hair off. So it reduces the shed. So I have benefited from PRP in that regard. So God knows how long or how many times I've flown to Florida to do this. But what I do, what concerns me, or I don't know if the concern is the right word, is that I think that there are a lot of practitioners that are out there now. I see it on Instagram. I mean, it's coming on my ads and it's like, you know, PRP, like, you know, it's like a sale. And it's like, you know, it's like somebody's yeah. just ha- hanging up a shingle, you know, in the mall. And it's just like, you know, you can come in and you can get, you know, your ears pierced and PRP therapy. And it's like, I feel yeah. like it's not fair or it's not fair to the person that's coming in that is suffering with hair loss to not have a fair shot. What They don't even know if it's going to work or not for them, but to not have a fair shot at knowing if it was going to work for them. And then they get disillusioned by it. And the truth is it may not have worked anyway. But if they're going to someone who definitely is just taking blood out of your arm, and honestly, maybe God knows if they have a centrifuge and just injecting it back into your scalp, it's going to be like, you know, it's, it's, just, it's disheartening. It's a disservice to the patient that came in, you know, because she may have very well been able to be helped by a doctor that was using a proper protocol. It is so crazy out there that there are actually people advertising do-it-yourself kits. Yeah, do it yourself. How, Links how is to, that possible? To, to Amazon, to, to you can order your own centrifuge off of Amazon for fifty bucks. Um, get get a get a syringe and a plunger. Draw your own blood. I've seen I've seen people talking about this, mm-hmm. and on YouTube, pe- people talk about this, and um, it is it's absolute insanity. Like if you're not if you don't know what you're doing when you're drawing blood on anyone, much less yourself, you could literally die. Like you could you could have an embolism from from air bubbles uh, because you're not injecting the the, the needle or uh, inserting the needle properly. Um, yeah. Contamination is, is another thing. To, I mean, it's. The fact that I even have to mention this is ridiculous, but right. it is a thing, yeah. right? But what you talked, what you just mentioned is really important. Is um, they have to have the right expectations. I tell people don't really expect much. Like go have it, right. like have it done if you want, but don't expect anything. Forget about it, and then be pleasantly surprised if it does do something. I think that um, yeah, but that's, that's sorry to cut you. Sorry, not cutting. Well, I am cutting you off actually, but I, I would say okay. that I would say that like you know. Let's put it this way. What I find to be an acceptable result and what works for me in my life and I wear wigs and I just choose to keep my hair short, but I can work with the, what's going on. What I find to be an acceptable result, the person that's having lunch with me or losing her hair, mm-hmm. she may be like, well, this is a waste of time. Why would you do that? But that's the yeah. thing. For me, it's not a waste of time. This is worth it to me. So it's very individual for all of us to decide what's worth it and what's not, you know? Absolutely. I just don't. I just don't want people to. And, and this this talks about. This, this goes further my, about my thoughts about PRP. I don't want people to um, hang all their hope on PRP. And, yeah. and to to continue the reason why is because well, you've got the you got the lack of standards. No two PRP protocols are the same. Uh, you've got these you know fly by night kiosks for Christ's sake that are offering it. Um, spas that have no business offering anything hair related to begin with are offering it. Um, so many variations on how it's being performed, uh, you just don't know. So what I tell people is, yes, it can work. Yes, it can work quite well. But uh, don't expect a whole lot up front. Uh, if, you, if you do get uh, some sort of result that's positive, then good for you. Uh, the best way to mitigate any sort of real risk is... Again, seek out an IHRS-accepted member doctor in your area, talk to them about it, and um, always demand to see 
results. Like, you know, show me your, your gallery. If you don't have anything on your website, do you have a, a book of people that, that you can't show online, but you can show me mm-hmm. uh, in, in, in person? Office, yeah. Yeah. So, so with anything cosmetic, um, you got to look for consistency of results because that's ultimately the only thing it's going to tell you if the clinic that you're considering knows what they're doing. If they've got uh, results with multiple patients that are consistent and maybe you can even speak to some patients and get their take on it. Um, for, for, for a lot of clinics, they get around that by saying, oh, uh, it's confidential. We can't give out patient information. But the ones that are proactive about being upfront with their patients – They'll have a list of patients that they've already asked them, hey, is it okay if we give out your contact information for others that might have questions? Mm-hmm. And if they're good at what they do, they'll have patients that say, yeah, that's fine. No problem. It's, you know, so just for, just to let people know, this isn't a cure. I just want to put that on the record. Platelet-rich yeah. plasma therapy is not a cure. It is something that I have found to be beneficial in my own hair loss process and reducing the shedding. And especially early on, like I said, I had better pigment and stuff like that. But it is not a cure. With that said, I have to say that I have a very good friend of mine that actually also goes to Dr. Greco, and she ended up being like the poster child for PRP. Like she got her results. She went from basically wearing wigs to not wearing wigs. And I want people to Mm -hmm. also take that with a grain of salt because I said she's the poster child. This is not like the norm. Um, So I think there's a gamut of people that even in the best capable hands are going to have no results. And then you're going to have people that are like me that have, a, you know, some result, which is like benefit to me to reduce shedding. And then you're going to have people like her, which is like she sold her wigs and she doesn't wear wigs yeah. anymore. And she is she, you know, her hair is to her shoulders and she looks amazing and she has enough. Did she get all her hair back, wow. by the way, for the record? No, she didn't get all of her hair back, but she got enough hair back to live her life feeling good about herself, not having to wear wigs anymore. And she continues to do say, PRP. I sell her wigs. And, yeah, yeah. yeah that's she, she lived her life. Now she goes to see Greco every five months or six months or whatever her, her, her length of time is. But I, everybody has to know there's a there's a range there and who you go to mm-hmm. matters. And so I know I'm going to, I could keep talking to you, but I, again, I always have to keep shutting myself up because I feel like I ramble on a lot. But um, I want before. Well, well you're passionate about this and, and I am too. And there's yeah. a lot of stuff to cover. I mean, right? there, I mean, I mean you I, can't I can, possibly get it all in one day. I can't get it all in one day. But I want to I want you to be able to tell people where they can find you online if they want to get in contact with you. Well, uh, it's real simple. HairTransplantMentor.com. It is my um, my web portal, I guess you could you could say. And it's it's very patient focused. In other words, uh, you can find doctors I work with, but it's only under one specific menu item. Everything else is geared towards education. Um, I have the most comprehensive uh, hair loss and hair restoration glossary on the interwebs. Um, spent a lot of time building that up. Uh, so it's a great resource just just to have the information. Um, but I also have a pretty busy YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash hair transplant mentor, where I do have doctors I talk about, but then I have the education series, 20 videos strong, about to be 21. Um, I got another video I'm editing, but uh, those are the two places. So, okay. All right. Uh, so yeah. through, through hair transplant mentor.com is your website and also on YouTube, it's hair transplant mentor. Uh, youtube.com slash hair transplant mentor. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Perfect. I want to thank you so much, Joe, for being here because I think we got a lot of great information out there. And even talking about, you know, you know, skipping over the transplants and actually discussing the PRP and also low-level laser light therapy is really important mm-hmm. because I think those are two topics, especially for women, that is much needed to have more dialogue about because there's so much misinformation Absolutely. out there. So I am so grateful you were able to be here with me and um, hopefully we can talk again. 
Absolutely. I, there's so many other subjects that affect women that men aren't like hairline lowering surgery. Like, what's that about? You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess uh, there's so many me. things we could talk about. I yeah. guess. Yeah, well, I guess you'll hey, tell me another time. Another sure. another time. Thanks a lot, Joe. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Women's Hair Loss Project podcast. You can visit me online at www.womenshairlossproject.com. You can also find me on Instagram at WHLP Network. Please feel free to send me your show topics, ideas, and suggestions. I really look forward to hearing from you.